greater than I'm back and if you are watching Bad Boys, Los Angeles you are in luck because I am recapping each episode this season. But if you haven't started watching the series premiere episode yet, click off because this is the recap and it is full of spoilers. Now that we have gotten that out of the way, let's get to the recap of episode 1. Ready? Let's get started. Episode 1, Who's Bad? Or Show Me a Bad Boy. The episode starts and a series of black luxury vehicles drive down a desert road and pull up to what looks like an abandoned gas station and the 10 bad boys exit. I'm excited because we have been hearing that we would be finally be getting a male version of our cult favorite, Bad Girls Club. Well I'm hyped to see what Natalie Nunn has come up with. So here they are, the bad boys of Los Angeles. This is sure to be quite the trip y'all and I am here for it. So first are the introductions. Carrion. Carrion tells us he is 33 years old and he is from Fort Worth, Texas. We all know his father is Kirk Franklin. Carrion says he did his best to go the route that his dad took but his life didn't work out that way. What makes Carrion a bad boy? He says, going his own path, and going against the grain. He tells us he is pretty calm, but when he erupts everybody in the house is probably going to feel it. Anthony. Anthony says he is the party boy of Texas. He tells us he is the number one club owner and club promoter in Houston, Texas. He says the moment that he got a call that he was going to be on Bad Boys Club was a bittersweet moment because he was at his father's funeral. A bad boy to him is someone who gets up and makes a boss of himself. He says a bad boy is self-made. Curtis. Curtis is 27 years old and from New York City. He says he is known for rapping and making music. He states that the reason he is a bad boy is because he doesn't hold his tongue and because he has a whole bunch of ladies and girls who fight over him. He is excited to be a part of the first season of Bad Boys Club but he admits he doesn't know what to expect. Dylan Dylan tells us he is 22 years old and from Shelbyville, Tennessee. He says he is best known for being the baddest party promoter his town. He says he is the baddest BH and he gets money and is about that action. He declares he loves to FKB Hess, and that makes him a bad boy. Mulan Mulan is 36 years old and from Chicago but currently lives in Atlanta. He is back on reality television and he knows he is about to beat some people up this season. He tells us he is one of the first openly gay and black reality television stars that was in a relationship with another black man, and he was also featured in a magazine where he posed nude. Mulamo Mulamo is from Rochester, New York. He owns a radio station called 97.5 Hip Hop Daily. He also owns a clothing line called Talk Money Nothing Else and he is a rap artist. He also owns a car dealership. He tells us he is just an all-around entrepreneur. He says he doesn't follow rules he makes them. He did almost six years in prison for a gun charge and if he made through prison he says he can make it through anything in life. Relly B. Relly B is 24 years old and from Sorrento, Louisiana. He says he is known for jumping out of the back of a car and screaming where the money resides. He says nobody is going to ever run him and he is going to always stand his ground because he is the boss. William DeBattist William DeBattist he says he is the thickest white boy who runs LA and he brings it. He is 28 years old and has been in Los Angeles, California for the past 10 years. He is a gay rapper and has a song, Pretty in Pink. Gutta Gutta is 21 from Flint. Michigan but he lives in Atlanta. He went viral for doing a video in the middle of an intersection showing his booty. He also does music. He lets us know he will gotta be H at any second and any moment. 
He says that when he got the call to be on the show he was in the middle of having fellatio performed on him. So now that we get the introductions out of the way we get the intro for the show, but I noticed someone was missing, but don't worry Andrew Caldwell needs no introduction and if you keep reading you will find out why. The drama begins. So they are at the promo shoot for all of the bad boys and Andrew is arguing with Milan. Actually, it seems Andrew has been arguing with Dang near all of the bad boys from Jump, according to Milan. And also, Milan claims Andrew has been sliding into his DMs trying to have sex with him. Phew. Now it looks like a heated argument is taking place in the middle of a photo shoot that is in the hot desert, but what is killing me is, Andrew has on a big fluffy fur coat. Lol. Andrew denies he wants to have sex with Milan, and they continue to trade insults with security between them just in case while the crew and cast look like they rather be doing the promo shoot. Milan tries to run up on Andrew but the security guard, Big Chris is between them. Andrew is eventually led off by security and production to separate him from a pissed-off Milan who is intent on fighting him. Switch. Now the cast is at another location indoors, supposedly being prepped with makeup for another photo shoot but the arguing continues. It seemed that Andrew is getting into it with Dang near the whole cast of bad boys. He is screaming insults as he is once again separated and led away by security to get his makeup applied. So now he in the makeup chair ranting while the artist does his makeup. Dylan is standing with William DeBattis taunting Andrew telling him the bad boys can't wait to beat his A. So now Andrew is arguing with William and Dylan, when an amused rally becomes over to watch and laugh. And Anthony goes over and tries to get Andrew to fight William but production and security comes over to break up the arguments. Switch. Andrew is outside speaking with production about his behavior, because the whole cast is sick of his shenanigans, and apparently Milan and Relibi try to jump the gate to get to him. But Andrew has been put somewhere else and they cannot find him. The security guard, Anthony tells the bad boys that they will handle Andrew and they are not going to allow anyone to jump him. Switch. We get to see executive producer, Natalie Nunn make her appearance in the house, while she sits and gets her makeup done in anticipation for welcoming the cast to the house. The talent producers Matthew and Monique telling Natalie that they feel that there will be a lot of drama with this cast. Well Natalie ain't scared because we all know she runs LA okay Natalie, lol. But Natalie looks good. I love her hair. Switch. The bad boys load up into the van so they can go to the house. They are riding along when they start to question where Andrew is. Who knows because it seems like Andrew has vanished. Anthony tries to make a speech of camaraderie but calls himself and the rest of the men the B-word and moolah most strongly objects because he says he and Curtis are straight. He says if any of them try to try his sexuality he will knock their heads off. Hmm. Mulamo, I hope you are not a homophobe, because you know what they say about men who hate gay men? They say they are secretly gay. But, I will give you a chance because everybody is getting to know each other and it's not necessarily homophobic to strongly react to being referred to as the B-word when you are a heterosexual man. But I notice Curtis seems like he doesn't really care that much and that is usually a sign that you are secure in your sexuality. He says he doesn't move like that but he has respect for gay men, well we shall see. They question Carrion, because he seems to be the only one who has not made his sexuality clear. He refuses to clarify his sexuality which is his right, but the guys suspect he is gay. He says he is just himself but he does say he has had sex with women but will not disclose if he has had sex with men. Switch. Natalie is telling Matthew and Monique she is only in the house to make sure everything was up to par, 
Matthew lets her know Andrew has gone MIA and is not responding to attempts to contact him. Natalie asks if he is coming or not and Monique admits she doesn't think he is coming because he is not in the van with the other bad boys. Switch. Back in the van, the boys are drinking alcohol and getting to know each other. Mulan is asking Gutta what he categorizes himself as. He says he is not transgendered. He is basically a boy that will dress like a girl if he wants to. But he makes it clear he is into boys not girls. Cool, so Milan moves on. Anthony asks Gutta who he would sleep with in the house if he had to pick someone and Milan says Mula Mo. And of course Mula Mo feels some type of way rather than being flattered. When they question Dylan he says he goes by the baddest which we all know William goes by, so the bad boys being messy ask them both who is the baddest. William says only time will tell. But then out of the blue, and to the delight of the bad boys, Dylan confronts William saying he heard that he was talking ST. Where did that come from? Dylan says he heard that William said that he was going to beat his A. William asks Dylan where he heard that from because he points out they are the only two white boys so maybe people are trying to divide them with made-up beef. But Dylan won't let it go. He has his hands all in William's face insisting he had been talking negatively about him while some of the bad boys egg him on. This is stupid but Dylan decides he wants to press the issue. Gutta says he heard William say that Dylan was his understudy. Lol. Relibi asks Dylan if the rumors are true that he blew up his ex's car. Dylan confirms that he did. What the hell? Finally the van pulls up to the house and the bad boys are excited when the outside of it. Y'all already know Zeus films these shows in some of the best estates in Los Angeles and this home is spectacular of course. Milan says that Andrew is missing out, but you not so why do you care Milan? They are preparing to exit the van when Dylan asks William does he want to fight? Huh? William doesn't want to. Why? Because y'all just got there. Relibi tells Dylan to hit William. Big Chris tries to shut down the confrontation but Relibi wants William and Dylan to fight badly and I'm confused why. They don't even have real beef. The bad boys start preparing to exit the van. Dylan gets to the door of the van and he repeatedly tells William to get up, which of course he doesn't do, add instead of exiting the bus, Dylan throws a bag at William. Dylan proceeds to swing on William who stands up and starts swinging back. Security gets Dylan off the van while he claims he effed up William. Where? Lol. Relibi is so tickled, and drunk, he falls off the van onto the ground, laughing. All the men are now off the van. Dylan is at the corner of the house surrounded by security while he screams and yells insults directed towards William. William says he is not a fighter. He says he is a different type of bad. I can relate. People think that you have to use your fist to prove yourself, but there are all types of ways of garnering respect William, just be true to who you are, and we will see you. The bad boys all wander over to Dylan in anticipation of a fight. Relibi is trying to get William to run up on Dylan. When he doesn't, Relibi tries to convince Dylan to run up on William. The others keep asking them to prove who is the baddest. When they don't fight Relibi threatens them both and says if they don't fight he is going to fight them both. Huh? Relibi tells Dylan he has 5 seconds to hit William or he is going to hit him. The countdown begins. So Dylan and William start flailing their fists but not connecting. Whoop! I was rolling on the bed cracking up with laughter at this point. Security is just standing there watching the safest fight they ever had to not break up. So because they were not connecting Relibi moves William out of the way and squares up with poor Dylan who despite all his big talk is not a fighter either.
but Relibi is so he proceeds to beat the hell out of Dylan until security swiftly breaks it up. The bad boys are shocked and so are we. Why the heck did Relibi attack Dylan? Security has Relibi on his back, and poor frightened Dylan has apparently hopped the gate and is on the side of the house with his eyes big like a scared rabbit. This is sad, y'all. Dylan has a cut on his face that is now bleeding, and he rightfully doesn't want to fight now. An ass-whooping tends to do that doesn't it? Natalie hears the commotion and comes out of the house. She tells them it is too early to start fighting because they literally just arrived. They are all happy to see Natalie. Mulan gives her a hug. She just wants to know who is fighting and why. They tell her that William and Dylan were fighting over who is the baddest white boy. They also tell her that Relibi attacked Dylan, who she sees is still behind a gate on the side of the house looking like a deer in headlights. Natalie reminds them that she has a lot planned for them. Yes Natalie, you picked a few Looney Tunes who can't wait to seize their moment even if they look stupid doing so. Lol. Natalie sees Dylan's face is bleeding and tries to get Dylan to come to her. But, Dylan ain't going nowhere near anyone because according to him, he got jumped. By who? When did that happen, Dylan? It may have felt like more than one person hit you with all those socks to the face you got, but you know good and doggone well Relibi was the only culprit. Dylan is really scared so Natalie and Milan step in to protect him supposedly from the other bad boys who he swears wants to jump him. And let that be a lesson to anyone watching, it's best to not try to punk someone on national television because you just might show the whole country you are the one who is the real punk. Dylan you are not a bad boy at all. This is pathetic. Mulan is protecting Dylan from absolutely nobody. Lol. Relibi is drunk as a skunk so for some reason he runs up on William. I guess he remembered what he said and is determined not to let Dylan be the only one attacked. But William fights back and security breaks it up. This is a mess. Relibi is tore down drunk and just wanting to fight. Security has him restrained on his back. Relibi wants to justify what he did because the guys start calling him out for attacking Dylan. He reminds them that he told them if they didn't fight each other he would fight them. Relibi is just beyond wasted at this point. He is trying to get another drink. He at some point tries to fight again. This is crazy. Natalie has had enough. Security takes him and puts him in the van so he can sober up or at least stop fighting people. When Milan and Anthony come to the van to remind Relibi what he did he and he looked like a bully for what he did. He says he attacked them because he warned them if they didn't fight each other they would have to fight him. They tried to tell him that they William and Dylan did in fact fight, he didn't remember any of it. Natalie makes a speech to the bad boys, with Relibi listening in from the van for the safety of everybody involved. She lets the boys know the rules of the house, don't break nothing and act like you got some class. Yeah right, but okay. The producers let us know the reason Andrew is not on the show is because he is scared. Duh, we figured that didn't we? But Natalie wants Matthew to try to get Andrew back. Now it's time to go in the house and choose rooms. True to Natalie, she says some of the rooms have double beds, and there is only one master bedroom. Mulan says that the master bedroom is his. Who died and made you in charge, Mulan? Lol. Geta says whoever gets to the room first, so they are picking rooms, and Natalie has something planned for them special later, so off they go. They are finally in the house. The house is gorgeous on the inside with a piano and a pool and everything you would expect. Relibi lets William and Dylan know he doesn't have a problem with them and he is not going to bully them so they all let it go. Great, let's move on. 
Mulamo finds a room and is laying in the room when Anthony, Gaya and Curtis come into the room. Curtis and Mulamo want a room together because they are the two straight men in the house. But what was rude is, Mula wanted Anthony and Gutta to leave just because they were gay, Mula your homophobic comments are making me side-eye you. But they both leave to find other rooms without making a big deal about the disrespect. Relivi goes and finds a room and lies down and hopefully he will sleep it off. For all that fussing and fighting, William and Dylan end up rooming together. Gutta and Carrion find a room but there is only one bed so Carrion wants the room. He says Gutta will be more comfortable upstairs with his friends. Gutta agrees to find another room but not before flirting with Carrion and letting him know he likes him, lol. Anthony gets to the master bedroom with its own bathroom and claims it as his own. He plops down on the bed and it breaks, shh. Nobody tell Natalie because she said if they break anything she would get her goons on them. Y'all know she runs LA. Lol. Milan comes in and say that the room is definitely his. They argue and Milan takes off his jewelry to tussle with Anthony. But in the end, Anthony lets Milan have the room. So that whole effort looked dumb. It wasn't even a real fight so I was annoyed. Anthony is drugged off by security but he takes Milan's chain. Next. Now that they all found rooms, Natalie has the boys come downstairs. She tells them she will only be popping in from time to time. Natalie has the boys come to see a video of Andrew at the airport leaving because he is scared. Matthew tries to get him to stay but he is intent on leaving. But not before he tried to cash his check, lol. We don't care. Toodle to the weak bias. How does the episode end? Milan tells Relibi it was messed up what he did to Dylan and throws a drink on him and they start fighting. So that was an entertaining episode. Did you guys catch it? Hey Natalie, so far so good. Y'all check back next week for another recap. Mwah! What are your thoughts? Follow this blog at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks.com Facebook at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks Instagram at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks Tumblr at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks Pinterest at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks References Bad Boys, Los Angeles, Zeus, TheZeusNetwork.com